Hello, I'm Paddy Billington, and welcome to episode 8 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Well, coming up in this rather exciting episode, after Boris Johnson's announcement of his roadmap out of lockdown, I speak to the owner of Hotel Ellenby, overlooking the North Bay. Has the phone really been off the hook, with visitors wanting to book summer holidays? Also coming up, our gem this week is a phone box, but not just any phone box. You're going to love this phone box. More on that very soon. And we've been asking you on our social media pages, what is your routine day in Scarborough? Lots of fabulous comments to read out very soon. And we've got some tourism news too. And of course, there's one story dominating, but we'll find out how it affects things like the Scarborough Open Air Theatre concerts. And there's a warning from North Yorkshire Police as well about the return to normality. All that and more to come on episode eight. And firstly, as always, a massive thank you to you for supporting the Visit Scarborough podcast. Episode 7 was our most successful yet. And thank you to the five-star review from John Gelson on iTunes as well. He writes, Discover the delights of Scarborough in digital audio with this ace new podcast by Paddy Billington, a breakfast presenter from This Is The Coast, the radio station, and a lifelong resident of this North Yorkshire seaside resort. If anyone knows Scarborough, it's Paddy. And through chats with guests and contributions from Visit Scarborough social media users, it's a great listen and for all of us who miss a holiday or day trip to the coast. John, thank you so much for your review. It's incredibly useful in getting the Visit Scarborough podcast out there and your words are kind and very much appreciated. So if you have the opportunity to review the Visit Scarborough podcast, where you get your podcast from, please, please do. Now, I took a walk earlier down to the harbour in Scarborough to record this week's gem, this special phone box that I mentioned in the intro And what a difference a few days makes. So on Monday, Boris Johnson announced the roadmap out of lockdown. And there's just a chance we could enjoy normality from the 21st of June. Just imagine being able to visit Scarborough again, staying in your favourite accommodation provider, seeing shows and concerts, visiting pubs, enjoying family days on the beach, the speedboats, the fair, in all the ways we used to. It's a really balmy day here today. Only a couple of weeks ago... It was sub-zero and we had the beast from the east, gale force winds and snow piling up. Today, as I record this podcast, it's 15 degrees Celsius. I wasn't wearing a coat on my walk, but people who were had taken them off. They were carrying them over their shoulders. Places that have looked derelict for months suddenly didn't. They were working on the spa tramway and the beach shop next door. The rides have arrived and have been installed at Luna Park. Scarborough is slowly awakening again and preparing to welcome back you in the not-too-distant future. Finally, something to be optimistic about. And I'm delighted to welcome right now my guest this week. It's Tony Bates, owner of Hotel Ellenby, overlooking Scarborough's North Bay. Tony, thanks for being on. Now, your story is interesting because you only moved to Scarborough in October, right in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Why? Well, for us, it's kind of odd because we only turned up in Scarborough in October. So everyone at the time saying, what, you're buying a hotel in, in the middle of a pandemic? We said, yeah, whatever. Um, we, of course, theoretically could have opened a bit in December. We didn't because we thought with the pubs not really open and whatever, it didn't make sense. And we needed to feel confident as well. Um, and I think now we were worried that maybe they would have said open at Easter um, because we felt that would be too early. Um, we, we've chugged along during during these months seen them like a holiday um, we've had a bit of help from the government as well um, frustrating because we thought 
in November, we were going to invite all our friends to, to family and whatever to be guinea pigs for us. We've not had that. So we're just going to sadly have to you know, open the doors and just go for it now. Uh, we have no choice. But, you know, it's one of those things you knuckle down. And I think the thing about the, the British, we have that bulldog spirit. We put up with it, don't we? We put up with all the changes, masks, and generally speaking, following the rules, because we know we'll come to an end. And here it is. The, end's, the end is, is in sight. Amazing. So what was your reaction on Monday uh, to Boris Johnson's announcement, this roadmap out of lockdown? I think the weirdest thing was it was fairly much what I wanted to hear. And I wasn't ready for that. You know, we, we've talked all weekend about what they're going to say. We haven't really agreed with much of what's gone on. But, you know, I said we need a roadmap that's clear with dates on it saying that if everything goes to the plan, then we, 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 we do this at each stage. And that's actually what happened. So I was a bit dumbfounded. I like to moan, you know, I didn't, I didn't have anything to moan about. And since that news, have you had people getting in touch wanting to book this summer? We have indeed, yeah. I mean, I, I was on the case ready. I prepared a newsletter, which we emailed out to everyone. And uh, lo and behold, uh, even before that went out, we have people getting in quickly because I think there's going to be two camps. I think there'll be those that are still cautious and there'll be those that just can't wait. And apparently there's quite a few of them that just can't wait. So they're champing at the bit to be back. Yeah. I mean, what are people saying when they are contacting you? Are they telling you that they've really missed visiting Scarborough and they really cannot wait to come back? Well, uh, they are. And also I'm, I'm quite big into social media. Uh, and it's been interesting there seeing people's reaction. And I put lots of photos on. One of the things I love doing is taking photos. And you almost feel guilty when people are saying, I just want to be there when they see the photos. Or others saying, well, it's keeping us going so we can be back. So I, I think, you know, they're saying, you know, it's been too long. So I think they are longing to be back. Well, Tony, stay there. We will chat more very shortly. My guest this week, Tony Bates, owner of Hotel Ellenby in Scarborough's North Bay. This is episode eight of the Visit Scarborough podcast with me, Paddy Billington. And you can find the Visit Scarborough podcast on Spotify, iTunes and at visitscarborough.com forward slash podcast. Coming up then, that very special phone box on the harbour in Scarborough. That is this week's gem. Find out why very soon. Also some tourism news as well. One story dominates, but there's lots of different parts to the story of Scarborough reopening, including a warning from North Yorkshire Police as well. So more on that very, very soon. But right now, thank you as ever for your interaction on our social media pages. You can find Visit Scarborough on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And this week we've been asking this question. What is your routine day in Scarborough? Let's go through some of the comments. Just walking around, we love it, says Joyce Sims. Amanda Shelbourne says, walking to the North Bay, smelling the fresh air of the sea, looking at the castle and thinking, wow, how beautiful is Scarborough? I've lived here 39 years and I still just look out and think, how beautiful is Scarborough? Steve Davis uh, says, looking at the sea on a walk and having a drink in the pub, can't wait to go back. Sammy Rothwell says it's usually visiting South Bay for some crabbing, then a boat ride, then the harbour bar for ice cream, then the beach, then winking willies for tea. I can't bloody wait, she says. <laughs> Mandy Bull says walking from the Italian gardens, which is on the South Cliff, to the Sea Life Centre, through to the top end of P-Zone Park, through the cemetery to the cinder track and back into town. A meal at the Eat Me Cafe and a pint or two at the Stumble Inn. I'm easily pleased, says Mandy Bull. Thank you very much for that. And Lorraine Goodchild, I feel excited from the moment we get in the car to actually arriving in Scarborough. 
Having a walk around P-Zone Park, meeting up with my best friend Kay for a hot chocolate at the cafe, and then heading up to St Mary's Church to see the amazing views over South Bay. Then walking through the old town down to the harbour to grab a donut or two, enjoy taking some new photos with my camera before fish and chips in Papa's restaurant, finally capturing an amazing sunset before heading home. I really do miss and love Scarborough. Well, thank you for those comments. We'll do some more very soon on your routine days in Scarborough. Yep, it's not just you that does the same thing over and over. It's many others as well. Right now on episode eight of the Visit Scarborough podcast, more from my guest this week, Tony Bates from Hotel Ellenby, overlooking Scarborough's North Bay. So what brought you to Scarborough and how have you found it since you moved? Well, I've come to Scarborough for for many years, um, you know, with the kids early on. They're now grown up. Um, in fact, um, I only married nearly three years ago and my wife and I, it was our first weekend away in Scarborough. and We've been coming a lot. About a year before coming here, we had the thought. I had a, a business for over 20 years in Nottingham, met my wife Paula in Nottingham as well. And we had this thought, we love the place and we don't want to come back. We want to go and we want to just stay there. And that was the weirdest thing when we were mid-October when we turned up thinking, we don't have to go back now. And we meet lots of people. I mean, the first thing i say is the people of Scarborough are incredibly friendly, incredibly. And I don't, I don't think Scarboreans realise how lucky they are to have this, this, it gives you a big warm hug, we felt. We love restaurants and pubs and we went out when we could. We went out to nearly every restaurant, I think, and pubs and uh, we love all of that. We love being 10 minutes walk from the castle I and mean, it's one of the most amazing places even on a, a blustery day standing on the headland i think the fact it is a, a town of two bays isn't it the fact we've got the south bay the north bay we at the moment i'm looking out the window looking at a spectacular sea we're very lucky to to wake up to that you can't really beat that can you um but i think it's it's the you know the, the contrast of scarborough the fact you've got the, the traditional seaside part with the arcades and whatever you walk 10 minutes the other way past the spa and then you've got some rugged coastline you go the other way over the cliffs on your doorstep you've got places like Filey and whitby the moors all these different things to do it's just got everything i mean we also love to go to the Italian gardens and feed the squirrels. We, we were looking forward to squirrel feeding in Pea's home, but it turns out there's even more in the Italian gardens. We, we are of that time of life, and it's okay to admit we do things like that. We've also managed in the time we've been here to be to the, we've been to the theatre, I think, five times. The SJT, marvellous place. And obviously, we, we've got our bookings, whether they'll happen or not, I don't know, for a couple of gigs down at the open-air theatre, tickets for things at the spa. We do like to do all these things. You think leaving a big city like Nottingham we'd miss out but I think with the level of, of, of pubs restaurants and everything else we've got here they are amazing so to be honest I mean we've got to give it 10 out of 10 it's been an incredible four and a bit months well it's brilliant to hear brilliant to hear and I hope you have a, a very successful season when it eventually does start uh, and you mentioned there your view you're beautifully positioned aren't you um, on the on the clifftop in North Bay so for those who are looking at, at visiting uh, the Hotel Ellenby give it a bit of a plug well uh, yeah I, I think sat here with the, the views sell it all I think the other thing I, I'm personally big into having visited a lot I feel the information you get isn't necessarily as good as it should be i think one of the things we've got as a small hotel is that personal um, relationship and we're lucky the previous owners were here 16 years and loads of people were coming before them so i think we're custodians and it's a great two listed building i've just realized that it's been in its current form as a hotel this year for 75 years but you know it's built in 1843 so it's a lovely building sat here on the cliffs 10 minutes walk to peace home to the castle 15 minutes walk into town it's got everything you could ever possibly want. But also, because I'm, I'm 
I am big into social media. I, I tend to know what's going on in, in the, uh, the town. And I think each week we're going to give our guests um, an information sheet, you know, a weekly bulletin almost of what's going on. Because I think quite often I, I've tweeted and I know loads of people from, from Nottingham saying, well, I didn't know that was there. You know, and John O'Sfield we went to just after we came here and a lot of people never heard of it. The view from John O'Sfield is stunning, you know, and it's probably only a half an hour walk. So that's what I think we can offer. Um, and, and so far, so good. It seems people want that because, you know, I wouldn't say we're inundated. But, you know, for the cricket, for example, we're almost opposite the cricket ground. We are full for that uh, that period, the cricket festival. Yeah, and that's the big thing, isn't it? When when there are events on Scarborough Theatre concerts and things like that, that will that will do wonders for the uh, for the local accommodation providers. It does get people visiting, mm. so the events are crucial. And and great that you mentioned John O'Sfield as well as someone who's new to Scarborough. I mean, there's plenty of locals who won't know about mm. that, so it's great that you're getting out and about, and that's brilliant for visitors mm. as well. That you can not only tell them about the obvious things that they perhaps have visited for anyway, but you can tell them about things that aren't so obvious which will just help that visitor experience so great work tony and thanks for your time and uh, yeah good luck for the season a pleasure paddy nice to chat still to come then we've got tourism news and also this week's gem which is that fabulous phone box on the harbour side which i keep teasing you about but you're gonna find out more about that in just a few moments first though another big thank you for all the comments on our social media pages about your routine days when visiting scarborough let's do some more now julie hill when we were allowed, <laughs> it's breakfast at Travel Lodge, then down the hill in the tram, a stroll to the harbour, and then on to Zone Park to feed the squirrels, and a cuppa and a cake in the cafe, bus back to the harbour, and then we get fish and chips from the little chippy. Then at night, we go to a pub for food before heading back to the Travel Lodge for a couple of beers and bed. Looking forward to when we can do this again. Audrey Westbury, it's breakfast sitting outside at the Clock Cafe looking at the view. Also a wander round to the North Bay. Coffee at the Columbus uh, Cafe mid-afternoon. It's fish and chips at the Golden Grid before setting off home. Maybe a drink at the Highlands Bar lunchtime-ish. And Margaret Bell says, just visiting Scarborough and having a walk on the seafront and to the lighthouse, enjoying an ice cream or even a Knickerbocker glory at the Harbour Bar. But we've got to sit at the bar. That is very important. Thank you for those. More of those coming up very, very soon on the Visit Scarborough podcast, episode eight. Right now, it is time for this week's gem, which is this little phone box on the harbour side in Scarborough. It looks like a phone box, but on closer inspection, it says something different on the top. Just this morning, I wandered down from my home on the South Cliff, down the cliff paths, along the beach, to the harbour, to record this. That noise in the background is the, the wind rattling through the, the spinnakers on the yachts in the harbour. It's very, very windy, but a very mild day today. Temperature's already about 13 degrees Celsius, and it's a Wednesday morning. And I'm here on the harbour side because this week's gem is a tiny red phone box, except it isn't a phone box. On the top, instead of saying phone box, it says history box. And this, would you believe, is the world's smallest heritage centre. Let's just open the door and listen to the first words of the commentary which automatically starts when you enter. Welcome to the world's smallest heritage centre. It is dedicated to Scarborough's maritime families, past and present. Scarborough's history goes back 4,000 years to Bronze Age settlers who lived on the castle headland 2,000 years ago, the Romans built a lookout tower there. 
And so it goes on. Now, the commentary lasts just five minutes as I head back outside again. And it's a really fascinating insight into Scarborough's history. And within what was a phone box, there are lots of pictures and information as well from Scarborough over the years, the fishing on the piers, the famous tunny fish, Scarborough's connections with Titanic, and much, much more as well. And the timeline for Scarborough is also printed on the inside of that phone box. So that's this week's gem. It is the history box run by the Scarborough Maritime Centre. In normal times, that would be open on Eastborough, uh, near to West Pier. Well worth a look if you are interested in Scarborough's history. Right now on episode eight of the Visit Scarborough podcast, it's time for tourism news. And of course, there is one story dominating Boris Johnson's roadmap out of lockdown. So how does it look in terms of visiting Scarborough? Well, things remain in lockdown at the moment. And until the 12th of April, the guidance states people should continue to minimise travel wherever possible and should not be staying away from home overnight. Now, from the 12th of April, self-catering accommodation can open. Pubs, restaurants and cafes will be back open as well, but with outdoor seating only, along with all non-essential retail. Domestic holidays can resume, but limited to household groups. And, as I mentioned, only in self-catering accommodation. And then from the 17th of May, at the earliest, remaining accommodation can open. And then from the 21st of June, there will be no legal limits on social contact and the plan is for life to very much get back to normal. Over these next few months, more events will be able to take place, outdoors at first and then indoors, with increasing numbers of people able to attend as well. You can check the very latest guidance at gov.uk. Now, the Scarborough Open Air Theatre have tweeted this week, we now have a roadmap for live shows to return and we cannot wait to welcome audiences back to the Scarborough OAT this summer. However, due to new government guidelines, a number of shows scheduled to take place before the 21st of June will need to be rescheduled. Rest assured, we are working with artists to find alternative dates for these shows, so please bear with us and we will announce further details very soon. They sign that off with take care and stay safe. Now, those shows that are affected are Crowded House on the 8th of June, Lionel Richie on the 12th of June, The Beach Boys on the 13th of June, UB40 on the 19th of June, and RuPaul's Drag Race, Work the World on the 20th of June. If you've got tickets for any of those shows, keep an eye on your inbox. And there's also been a warning about the return to normality from North Yorkshire Police. Firstly, we are still in lockdown, so don't visit Scarborough or the Yorkshire coast at the moment. But they're also concerned about a surge in visitors when you are allowed to visit again. This is after problems last summer, when in some cases hundreds of people were gathering in beauty spots and leaving a real mess behind. As always, make sure you follow the guidance at gov.uk and be a responsible tourist when you're allowed to visit. As I've said, we really can't wait to welcome you back. Well, that's nearly it for episode eight of the Visit Scarborough podcast. And there's a real sense of optimism around at the moment. We'll finish off, though, with some of your comments on our topic this week. What is your routine day in Scarborough? John Gelson, coastline bus to Scarborough Station, then walk down Vernon Road to the Spa. Beachcomber bus ride around the seafront to the Sands. Walk around Peaceland Park and North Step Manor Gardens. Past the open air theatre and along the North Promenade and on the beach back to the Sands. Bus back to the West Pier, crossing the road for an ice cream at the Harbour Bar, then walking back up Eastborough and mooch around Market Hall and the vaults, then on up through the town centre. Then it's the coastliner home again, looking forward to the summer when we can do it all. Michelle Morgan walking down to the beach through the Italian Gardens, stopping to feed the squirrels, bodyboarding, then afternoon tea at the Clock Cafe before walking down to the amusements. Ice creams and sea bay for some pocket money bargains. Then walking back along the beach and the rock pools and then driving back down to the harbour at night for chips and a walk to look at the lights. 
minutes. Or if it's a kid-free day, then a run along the beach, coffee and cake. Then the afternoon in the Golden Ball. Paul Knight running from South Bay up to Scorby Mills Pub and back, often bracing. And Naomi Drapkin says walking along the beach and finding nice spots to relax. And uh, Ian Westbury walking from the South Cliff around the Marine Drive through Pigs and Park and back to the South Cliff via St Mary's Church and the Harbour. Thank you so much for your comments on that this week. And thank you for listening to episode eight of the Visit Scarborough podcast, which is an NPB production. Have a great week. Episode nine will be available wherever you get your podcast from on Wednesday, the 3rd of March. If I can give you a bit of homework to do, please, please, please leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. Speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. Listening.